YouTube bugs and deletes the GTA 5 category. So last night, it was 11pm, and as normal people do at 11pm, I was scrolling Twitter. And I was about to turn off Twitter. I'm like, okay, gotta get a good night's sleep, be a good boy, right? And moments before, uh, I put my head down to sleep, I noticed someone mentioned, maybe even been Sonny Evans, I'm not sure, that uh, GTA, oh, no, I think Sonny Evans retweeted something, but it, GTA 5, GTA 3, and Vice City had all been removed as categories on uh, YouTube like eight hours ago, but I only just learned about it then. And so what this meant was no video listed as GTA 5 uh, existed anymore. No one could stream under the GTA 5 title. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, this is, this is like the beginning of the end where YouTube is going to be removing the game or something, banning it, or at least uploads explicitly it because of, uh, you know, trying to generate political goodwill or some shit with, with some fuckwit politicians in America or some shit. You know, th this kind of stuff all going through my mind. And I'm like, now this is more than likely just a bug, a small thing. They only removed half the GTA games after all. And despite knowing that it was more than likely a bug, I still couldn't get to sleep. So I ended up getting to bed at like 7 a.m. Uh, even after like realizing it like it was like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. that it was certainly a bug. Um, it, I think it ended up getting fixed like 10 a.m. this morning. But I, I got information that, that informed me it was definitely a bug. But that means I've completely fucked my sleeping pattern again. All that work I did for weeks trying to get myself refreshed, taking melatonin, realizing it was shit, all this experimentation, I woke up at 1 p.m. today and I feel awful. Um, but my awfulness is getting so much in the way of me making the stuff that I want to make. Like a lot of people, I think in life, aren't driven. They don't know what the fuck they want to do. They, they don't have goals and shit. I have all these goals and stuff that I want to do, but I'm physically incapable of doing them, and it's so fucking frustrating. Like, I want to stream, like, 12 hours a day. It's all I love doing. I'm, I'm, like, people, some people are like, oh, man, fine, they can take a break from streaming and shit. You know, I, I, I don't want any of that shit. I got nothing to do. I, when I, when I'm too tired to stream, I walk around and clean my house. You know? Or I edit. It's <laughs> like, fucking bad RNG, dude. Fucking bad RNG. GTA getting banned and video game scapegoated. GTA might be getting banned. Uh, you mean in Illinois or, or whatever? I doubt it. And even if they did ban it in that state, it would just be the sale of the product as opposed to playing it. And so you just buy it online from Steam or whatever. Illinois is run by a corrupt arsehole. Violent video games have always been a great scapegoat for any particular issue in society, um, especially by those appealing to older voters. Um, you may recall Trump getting up there and be like, we need to ban the violent video games, and they released that really fucking terrible mashup of like Call of Duty and shit. But look how violent this is, oh my god. Clinton said something similar, there's that clip of her viral fucking going around as well. I mean, there's this stuff that Australian politics. There's like every single political ideology you could say, or political party or something, has scapegoated video games to a greater or less extent at some point. It's just uh, politically useful as a tool, especially when you're trying to get the votes of the older population. Oh, I knew, I knew them video games were bad news. What's that? It's causing all the cats to be stuck in trees. I fucking knew it. You want them to stop doing it, chat? Vote in elections. You can't, you're 15. I feel like you're just making excuses, okay? <laughs> Look, election fraud isn't that hard, you know? <laughs> 
I of course am joking. Game developer patches exploits specifically to annoy speedrunners. There was a person on Twitter who made this post where they're like, as a developer, a game developer, I think people like speedrunners too much. Basically, it's just a question. It's just like, fuck speedrunners. People, we developers should just um, patch things, specifically screw over developers. Uh, it makes me happy thinking when I patch something, it's going to piss off all these speedrunners. It's amazing. And uh, that kind of sentiment. Maybe if this gets in rambles, I'll put it on screen or something. I don't know. But I responded to this and I said, if you're doing something in general, like in general, if you're doing something to piss off people, you're probably the bad person in that situation. If your only motivation in your action is just to piss people off, you're probably not a good person. If there is some sort of an exploit or issue with your game that requires speedrunners to find it, then it probably isn't that impactful or impactful at all on the casual experience. So worrying about patching it rather than just making the game better for people who play it is just a waste of time, right? But if there is like an exploit or issue in your game and the only thing motivating you to fix it is that it's going to piss off speedrunners, and this is something very impactful for the casual audience, right? then you're both a bad person and a game bad de game developer, right? The reason why I'm mentioning this is because people brought up with the first part that I said where, you know, if, if your only goal is to piss people off, then you're probably a, you're the bad person in that situation. People pointed to me and said, yeah, but look at all your jokes about Red Dead Redemption 2. You're just doing that to piss off people who like Red Dead Redemption 2. And that's in no way, shape or form the case. I legitimately like those jokes. And, and, and part of the joke is that the game clearly isn't bad. Like, obviously it's not bad. I mean, not liking it doesn't make it bad. And I, like, I, I thought everyone was in on that joke, but apparently a significant amount of people aren't in on the joke. And to just think I'm just doing this to piss off people who like the game. And that made me feel really bad. So I can't make any jokes about Red Dead anymore. But yeah, as much as I like those jokes, I'm not going to um, continue to make them. I'm going to avoid bad-mouthing Red Dead 2. Except in, like, just a, a way to explain why I, I didn't enjoy the game as much as I hoped. Is Jimmy Lester's child? I saw someone comment in chat, have I heard the theory that, uh, Jimmy is, uh, Lester's son rather than Michael's? Uh, Amanda claims that she was always faithful to Michael, uh, until she found him in a stripper, and Michael doesn't disagree. Uh, and Jimmy, um, you know, his birth, of course, predates them moving to this area and, and whatnot. Um, so as at least as far as Amanda's claims are concerned and uh, Michael's belief is concerned, uh, Amanda was faithful and therefore um, Jimmy is uh, Michael's son. And yeah, why would Amanda fuck less exactly? I think if you're going to think someone else is Jimmy's father, it'd be um, Brad. Amanda comes off so much more unfaithful than Michael does. I really want to make a video on this, but guys, you got to remember that Michael and Amanda were kind of living in their own little area, right? And without Amanda's consent, knowledge, approval, whatever, Michael makes a deal to send them to a completely different area of the country and change their name. Amanda had no fucking idea that this deal was taking place. Michael was just like, yeah, she'll come along, it's fine. And we know that from the dialogue in Bury the Hatchet. Now, 
if there's anyone who has any right to be pissed off at Michael, it is Amanda. Amanda thought Michael was dead. That's why she cheated. Amanda didn't think Michael was dead. Do people not listen to the story in this game? Amanda knew about the deal beforehand. I mean, you could argue that she knew a deal was taking place, but not that Michael would fake his death. But that seems unlikely, considering that she knew that they were going to be moving to... Uh, the, the, the deal involved them moving somewhere else and blah, blah, blah. Who's the woman crying at the funeral? It's Amanda. She even says... Uh, if, if, I think if you have a subtitles on, you can see she says, Michael. Um, it's why I included it in the uh, anime version. I think I made it even more explicit, where she says, Michael. You'd be surprised the amount of people that play the game and skip all the cutscenes. I don't think that's a significant amount of people. I don't know how the heat was, but it sounds like if Michael hadn't done the deal, the next deal... I, I'm, I don't want to discuss it more. If I ever make the video, I'll, I'll, I'll explain it a bit more. I know there were games in the past where I skipped cutscenes while playing. Maybe when I was a little kid or something, but... With a game like this that's just, you know, entirely single-player and the story or whatever, it just would seem foolishness to skip the cutscenes. You'd have no idea what was going on. Do I think Franklin is a robot because he can slow down time? I've never met a robot that can slow down time. Melatonin does nothing for me. I've streamed so little. No, last month, I think, compared to normal. I feel like shit like every day. I've discovered, so I want to say melatonin does nothing for me, but it's wrong for me to say that. What it does is it guarantees, guarantees, I wake up after five and a half hours of sleep. It's crazy. Um, I've now done it like 10, 11 times. Every single time, five and a half hours or something. Just between five and six. Doesn't keep me asleep. Does nothing. It's not placebo. Um, the the stuff was recommended to me by the the chemist dude there, and he says, uh, yeah, you got to buy it from the U.S. because they've got law regulations, or whatever. It's legal to import it in. It does have a significant amount of melatonin. It, is, it isn't like the shit you get in the stores, but it is a supplement after all. So so I guess my body is just producing the normal amounts that my body is meant to get, and so melatonin does affect me nothing. It did like the first day or something. It did make me feel kind of drowsy. But other times, I would take it, and if I wasn't tired, I would just be fine. Nothing would change. Yes, I'm gonna stop taking it, I think, um, but anyway. Audi supermarkets in Australia. Yeah, well, Audi's a pretty big thing. That they managed to come in and carve themselves out a little bit of a, the market share away from Coles and Woolworths is pretty impressive. They do, their stores do have that very minimalist feel where everything's still in the boxes and they have uh, a limited amount of uh, goods uh, focusing on those, enabling them to have lower prices. That all the people who work there sit on seats when they're serving customers and stuff. That you ba bag your own stuff. It's, it's a very, it's a very interesting, it's a different dynamic to uh, either Woolworths or Coles, which are the main um, supermarkets in this country. And as a person who worked at Coles for five years, uh, I have no allegiance to uh, <laughs> the supermarket or whatever. The nanosecond I move closer to Woolworths, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go to Woolworths then. Because Woolworths and Coles are basically the same to me. But I can distinctly see that there's a difference with the way Audi conducts themselves. They stand up in other supermarkets? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it either. What portion of GTA players buy shark cards? No, I've never bought shark cards, no. I saw something recently where someone from 
uh, what's it called? Uh, RuneScape. Someone, uh, some head honcho of RuneScape suggested that by their numbers, like 40 to 50% of the RuneScape player base purchases gold or has purchased gold or something. I thought that was like a lot, especially considering the purchase of gold is, uh, you know, not sanctioned by RuneScape, I think. Like they buy it from a, the illegal websites or whatever. That's surprising to me. When I heard that, I wonder what percentage of the player base of GT Online has ever bought a shark card. It's probably like the majority of people, right? Like they're just a little bit off something. They're like, oh, you know, I'll just chuck 15 bucks at this. Who gives a shit? I mean, kids don't have the credit cards and stuff. So maybe like over 50% of people above the age of 18 or something. Oh, true. Yeah, mod menus within minutes. Okay, that's a good point. We'll, we'll say bought shark cards or used mod menus. Oh, but yeah, we, mod menus aren't on console. Oh, yeah, certainly with most of the microtransaction uh, games or any game with microtransactions, it's usually like a handful of whales that um, uh, give the majority of the money. You know, 5% of the player base gives 50% of the money or something like that, that kind of stuff. But, I mean, in GT Online, like, the end goal is to buy all this stuff. So once you spend real money to get it all, I suppose you have less of a reason to actually play the game. It's just a matter of time before, until mod menus come to Xbox and PlayStation. No, I, I don't think it's it's easy that way. Buying gold in OSRS and then using said gold to buy membership is cheaper than just buying membership. Interesting. It's still always impressive to me whenever I hear about RuneScape and that it still exists and it's going strong. I guess that's just a good support and uh, it being one of the first of those kind of games. But other games from those eras don't exist anymore. There wasn't Ultima Online like a huge thing at one point. And I remember when I was a kid, can't remember who bought it for me, but they bought me Ultima and I couldn't get it to work. And then I found out like it needed the internet and I don't think my internet was strong enough or something. I couldn't figure out how to play it. And so I never got to play it. But I know I had one of the discs for the game. Why is Hungry Jacks called Burger King in Australia? Why is Burger King called Hungry Jacks in Australia? Excuse me. There was already a Burger King in Australia. There was a fight over the, the naming rights or whatever, and uh, apparently Burger King lost. I mean, the uh, <laughs> the American Burger King lost or whatever. Wonder how they settled on Hungry Jacks. Is Burger King a better name than Hungry Jacks? Yeah, I think it is. Because like, what does Hungry Jacks even mean? Kids can be annoying. When I went to see my family, they have a young daughter. I don't know, she's like two or something. I don't really keep track of these things. But she had this Elsa mechanical thing and like it would spin around in different colors and sing the song, let it go, let it go. Da -na 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 -na. You know, and I, I think it must mean only like 15 seconds of the entire song. And she played it like for hours. Must be in at least an hour and a half. Just that 15 seconds over and over and over again. Now, like I'd heard that that song was the bane of the existence of parents, but I didn't know it was that bad. Like I, I assumed they would like listen to the entire song like a, a bunch of times, like maybe once a day or something, but just over and over that 15 seconds. Let it go, let it go, turn away. I know what, I know what part of the song it was, but it was kind of eye-opening. 
My old sponsored gambling videos. Will you be playing blackjack tonight? What did you just watch my old blackjack videos? It's funny. One of the blackjack videos has like a million views and the other ones have between 100,000 and 300,000 or something. Because uh, one of them has that clip where uh, I joke and say, yeah, this deal is my girlfriend and she laughs at the same time. <laughs> it's my, my top viewed clip. The top viewed clip has 4 million views, whatever. Like I've been meaning to have all the gambling edited again and to remove those videos because the vast majority of the content isn't being watched and they aren't edited particularly well. I probably shouldn't remove them though considering one of them has so many views, but some of the early memes. For those who are unaware, those gambling videos came about because I did a sponsored thing. One of my first sponsored things um, was some random Russian company or something. I didn't know they were Russian or whatever at the time. I think they asked me to do another sponsored thing at some point. But through further conversation, I think they thought I was from Austria rather than from Australia. And so I, I, they were like, "Is are we still good to do that? I don't know. I'm like, I, look, I just don't want to do this. This is just weird. <laughs> I stopped responding to the emails. It's a weird thing, advertising gambling. Because something that, as I've mentioned many times before, I do find enjoyable. But it is something that, for a handful of people, is uh, destructive for their lives. It's one of those questions where, how much are you obligated to do things with that tiny minority in mind, you know? How much are you obligated to change your life to potentially avoid uh, causing situations where people will act inappropriately? Don't know. Depends on the situation, I suppose. Because in effectively anything that I do or say, it can inspire people to be led down a path that leads to harm or a, a worsened life or, or just w whatever, you know? Like when I wrote a tweet where I joked, invest in cheese. Like obviously a joke, but you can guarantee there was probably someone there who just had Robin Hood or whatever. They're like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna buy some cheese stocks. Why the fuck not? Maybe they lost some money. It's just a weird thing to mull over sometimes where you realize that when you're able to reach so many people, that's the potential for you to cause a person uh, harm is uh, substantially increased. Not like the cheese industry is going to disappear. No, but I mean, certainly individual cheese stocks can go down or up. Uh, or tastes and preferences can change or, you know. Cheese. What's my favorite cheese? I don't know. I think I like cheddar. I just eat the cheese that's there. I'm pretty sure I like cheese that's crumbly as opposed to squishy. Because remember, I can't remember what any cheese tastes like tastes like right now, but I can vaguely remember, maybe, the satisfaction I had in eating it. But like, when you eat cheese, it's not as though it has labeled on it the cheese, right? It doesn't have its name on it, right? So if I go to a cheese platter, and I get myself some cheese and I eat it, it doesn't increase my knowledge of the cheese. Oh yes, this is cheddar from the vineyards of blah blah. I know, but cheese has no vineyards. But you know what I'm saying? Like, a <laughs> so I eat cheese, or even buy cheese for myself, and I immediately forget what type of cheese it is. So, <laughs> you know, the cheese I usually buy myself 
is uh, crack a barrel strong and bitey and uh, bigger extra tasty cheese slice or whatever. It's got a black label. Imagine not knowing what kind of cheese you eat. I do know what kind. It's the cheese in front of me that's on my hands or on a, on a cracker or on a bit of bread and it goes into my mouth. I know exactly what cheese I eat. Are Star Wars movies bad? Do I like Star Wars? I've always liked the idea of Star Wars more than the execution of it. And the movies have been largely the weakest part of the, the world. And certainly the last three Disney movies have been very flawed. Like I couldn't even be bothered to watch the final one that they released. I watched like the first 10 minutes and it just seemed so garbage that I quit. I have however seen like a handful of videos explaining why it's garbage and those have been kind of funny. But then again, Star Wars episode one, two and three were also garbage, but just for different reasons. And in a way that still carries nostalgia, like the, the characters of one, two and three were good. Individual parts of one, two and three were good. The music of one, two and three were good. It's just the execution of it and the dialogue was not the, were not particularly good, you know? Like one, two and three were flawed for different reasons than six, uh, than seven, eight, nine. Yeah, the people who say that Disney ruined Star Wars while claiming episodes one, two, and three were actually good movies, they're just fucking high. One, two, and three are bad movies, but just nostalgic and uh, meme-worthy. Three isn't bad? Ah, uh, yeah, three is like maybe pretty decent, I guess. But decent, maybe. But like seven, eight, and nine, they have like no charm to them at all. Like, there's nothing memorable or interesting or meme worthy of seven, eight, nine. It's it's. There was some passion and idea behind one, two, and three, but not seven, eight, nine. The movies were made to to paint in the lines to make the money, because it's not like they can't make good Star Wars content. Um, like Mandalorian is very good. Even, um, uh, what, what was that movie? The, the heist movie or whatever. Ha the Solo movie, Han Solo movie. That, that was just okay. Like, if that, if Star Wars didn't exist and the Han Solo movie came out, I think it would have just been good. Like, it, it would have met expectations. Like, oh, well, that was a pretty good sci-fi heist right there. It was nothing special though. Yeah, I liked Rogue One, but even that was flawed for a variety of reasons. I mean, at least I watched episodes 7 and 8. And while watching them, while watching 8, I didn't particularly hate it. It's just, the more I thought about it, the more dumb it seemed. And 7 just seemed too much of just repeating stuff in old movies. What I dislike about 9 from the part that I saw, it's cut so amazingly fast and throws so much information at you within like four fucking seconds. Every scene is held on for like half a frame. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.